Hey everybody out there in podcast land, this is Chris, the public safety guru. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the new series EMT and 10 presented by the public safety guru. In this series, we will present an EMS topic in 10 minutes or less. This series is designed to take subjects from bigger lectures and scaling them down into a format that focuses on one subject. For example, in your cardiac emergency lecture, your lecture should have consisted of a cardiology refresher followed by specific cardiac emergencies such as angina, heart attack, and CHF. This series is both a podcast and videocast with the videocast having narration over lectured slides. We are presenting this introductory episode on all podcast platforms. However, the entire series and videocast will only be presented on podbean.com. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N.com. Head on over to podbean.com and start your free membership and don't forget to follow the Public Safety Guru. Through this site, we offer this series, additional EMT classroom resources, and tutoring services. At this site, look to the upper right-hand side and click the Patreon box for information about our services. You can also support this podcast on anchorfm.com. No matter where you are listening, please leave a rating and feedback as this helps others to find our podcast. Happy learning and good luck to all of you entering this awesome profession of saving lives. Now, on to your lecture. Hey everybody out there in podcast land, this is Chris the Public Safety Guru bringing you EMT and 10 angina. Alright, let's break this down. So what is angina? Simply, angina is chest pain caused by a reduction of blood flow to the heart. Alright, let's review. If you remember from your cardiology lecture, your heart is just the pump of the circulatory system. It is responsible for pumping the fluid through the pipes. That's the best way to remember that. The heart is made up of cardiac muscle, which is only found in the heart. No other parts of the body contain this type of muscle tissue. What makes cardiac muscle special is it's rhythmic. Bum, 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 bum. That's what it does. Now, like all living things, the heart requires oxygen to live, but how does the heart get its oxygen? All right etiology of angina. We're going to get a little bit deeper into this now. So the way the heart gets its oxygen is through the coronary arteries. If you look at any diagram of the heart, you will see that the heart has a bunch of arteries that are encapsulating it. Those are the coronary arteries. Now in between beats, the bump, 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 in between that millisecond of a pause, that is when the heart is fed its oxygen. Now, when that blood supply is compromised, the heart becomes irritated and that irritation becomes chest pain. That is what is happening. There are many reasons why this could be happening to your patient, but the most common is coronary artery disease, CAD. Now, CAD, there's a couple of things going on. Number one, it could be some hardening of the arteries. As we get older, things just start breaking down and our arteries harden. 
But the most common is usually plaque buildup in the arteries just due to us and that bad diet that we like to have. Over time, over the years, the arteries harden, plaque builds up, and bam, we have CAD. I want you to think about this. Your artery right now when you are young is wide open. It's the size of a quarter. And over time, it becomes the size of a penny. Think about it this way. If you were underwater and someone was going to provide you a tube to breathe in, would you want a tube the size of a quarter or would you want the tube the size of a penny? I think all of us would choose the quarter. Now, what does angina look like? What are the symptoms? Now, on a recap, what are symptoms? Well, symptoms are what the patient tells us. Remember that, what the patient tells us. So if we look at our PQRST, provoke, quality, region, severity, and time, I like to break it up this way. Write this down, P-P-Q-R-R-R-S-T. If you remember this acronym, it will help you to ask questions during your assessment on no matter what is happening with your patient medically to get the answers that you need. Now P stands for provoked. Angina is usually caused by exertion or an elevated heart rate. The next P stands for palliative. Does anything make it better? Well, normally rest, oxygen, and nitroglycerin will make it better. Q, quality. What does it feel like? Well, they describe the pain as crushing, pressure, or tightness in the chest. R, region. Where is it located? With one finger, can you tell me where that pain is coming from? Generally, they will, they will point to the center of the chest, so it will be sub or mid-sternal. Radiate. Does it go anywhere? It normally goes to the upper body in that jaw area, that upper thorax area. Reoccurrence. Does it happen before? Well, yes, it can happen again as well, especially if the patient has a history of CAD. What's the severity? Is the, what is the pain? Now, this you'll see pain anywhere between a 1 to a 10, but often angina is usually rated at mild to moderate. And onset, how long has this been going on for? Well, usually under 30 minutes, with rest 5 to 15 minutes. Now, signs. What are signs of angina? What are you going to see as the EMT? That's what signs are. Well, what you are going to see is you're going to see a patient who is in distress. They are going to look worried. They are going to be having that doom look on their face. Their skin signs may present being a little pale, cool, and maybe a little bit moist. So pale, cool, moist. And you may find that they have an elevated heart rate. Now, what is the treatment for angina? Well, this is it. Rest and reassure. Stop your patient from doing what they were doing. Get them to sit down and relax. Put them in a position of comfort. If I want to lay back and sit back, let me lay back and sit back. Now, if there's no shortness of breath and you have a pulse ox, administer oxygen if their pulse ox is below 94. Now, if you don't have a pulse ox and you see signs of hypoxia, then go ahead and give them high flow O2. Obtain your history using the acronym I gave you as well as sample. Obtain your baseline vital signs and if appropriate, administer their nitroglycerin. Remember, they can get three nitroglycerins 
normally based upon protocol. The number one question we want to ask them is to ensure that they haven't had any sexually enhanced drugs such as Viagra or Cialis. If that is the case, we got to find out that time frame and it's usually greater than 48 hours. If protocol permits, also administer 81 milligrams of aspirin up to 264 milligrams. If you're at a point where you can transport without paramedics, transport code two and reassess. That's it guys, that's angina in less than 10 minutes. Now you're probably wondering, why didn't my instructor just put it to me in this format? Well, because they're putting together a bunch of other emergencies building upon other lectures. That's why we decided to do this EMT in 10 to give you a specific EMS topic in 10 minutes so you can wrap your head around it. If you have the opportunity to look at the video cast, you will have those lecture notes as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Chris, the public safety guru. This is another episode of EMT 10. Look for more additional episodes recording and dropping soon. Happy learning and good luck to you in your EMT program or your national registry exam. Also, don't forget, you can follow us on Instagram at the public safety guru. You can also register on our webpage at thepublicsafetyguru.com. And last, you can send us an email if you have any questions to thepublicsafetyguru at gmail.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I look forward to hearing more feedback from you. If you're on a podcast service that allows you to leave feedback and comments, please do so.